Welcome to Japanese Made Easy, where we use advanced techniques like pattern recognition and contextual learning so you can quickly and easily start speaking Japanese. Welcome to Japanese Made Easy, episode 12. In this lesson, we'll be picking up a new usage of the wa particle and expanding on what we can already say. First, let's pick up a new word. Just listen. Dekiru. Dekiru. I want to change the style a bit. This time, the way I structure the English will somewhat reflect Japanese sentence structure. Listen and follow along. John didn't want to go in the deep end of the pool, and he looked nervous. A bit concerned, I asked. Swim. Dekiru? He replied, no, I never learned, actually. So, swim. Dekinai. And another one. After a long night out, I asked John if he could drive as I was feeling too sleepy and didn't want to risk it. He said, I learned when I was 16, so yes, drive a car, dekiru. He then said, but my license just expired, so sorry, but tonight, drive, dekinai. We didn't learn the word officially, but from the word sports drink, we also got the word, sports. Sports. With that, how would you translate this question? Just two words. Sports dekiru? Sports can. More naturally, can you play sports? How about this answer? Un, dekiru yo. Yeah, can yo. More naturally, yeah, I can. We'll expand on this idea in just a second, but real quick, ask somebody if, generally speaking, they can play sports. Sports dekiru? How would you translate this response? Ya, dekinai yo. Remember that little ya is like a casual negative response, like nope or nah. Then we heard Dekinai. Or can't. More naturally, nope, I can't. Nai. Should sound familiar recalling this idea. In casual Japanese, pointing out that there aren't any sandwiches. Sandwichi nai. Or that Masaharu isn't where you thought he would be. Masaharu inai. So in casual Japanese, can do something. Dekiru. Changing that to can't do something. Dekinai. So far, so good. Now let's practice with a bunch of sports cognates. The word. Basketball. Basketball. Is often shortened to just. Basket. So let's go with the short version. In casual Japanese, ask basketball can. Basket Tell them 
Yeah, can yo. Um, できるよ Megumi, what sport is Tiger Woods known for? Golf. Golf. If you ask Tiger Woods, Golf できる Everybody in the room is going to give you a funny look, and he'd probably respond in the affirmative. If I were standing next to Tiger Woods and somebody asked me if I can play golf, I'd tell them, できないよ Simply, can't. Speaking about yourself, tell somebody literally, basketball and golf can. バスケとゴルフできるよ。This next sport, I don't really know the rules for, but I guess all the players are angry at the ball because they keep kicking it. サッカーサッカー Notice the hesitation in the middle, so it's not サッカー but サッカー Ask somebody if they can play soccer. How would they reply? Yeah, I can. We can include the word if we want to. Try that with golf, but say you can't. So literally, nope, golf can't. Try that. Just listen. Tennis. Tennis. Try saying, I can play tennis and football or soccer. Tennis to soccer できるよ Say, I can't play golf and tennis. Golf to tennis できないよ Let's do a little bit of review that leads to a new point. In earlier episodes, we heard, I will, Nomu. but yesterday I, Nonda. later today, Tomato を食べる yesterday, Orange を食べた Sticking with casual Japanese, tell somebody you will see a movie. 映画を見る Tell somebody literally with a friend, comedy, saw, or watched. Finally, I'll go to a convenience store. I went to Tokyo. Remember a few episodes back at the Battle of the Electronics Shop? We heard. There isn't or aren't any TVs. Opposite of that, there are TVs or TVs exist. Given that, listen to this. When you went to the electronics shop, Hmm, okay, I wonder though. Noto Pasokon atta? 
Surely they had those, right? Um, atta yo. New word we can use for this practice. This is a type of phone, and keeping in mind words are often shortened, can you guess what this is? Sumaho. Sumaho. As we heard when learning coffee, there is no pure F sound in Japanese. With that in mind, listen again. What kind of phone is this? Sumaho. Sumaho. Speaking of the electronics shop, ask somebody if there were any smartphones. Sumaho atta? How would they respond? Yeah, there were. Um, atta yo. How would they respond with a casual, no, there weren't? Ya, nakatta yo. The country Italia. is known for things like spaghetti, lasagna, and other types of pasta. Pasta. You just told Uncle Ned that you went to an authentic sushi restaurant and how awesome it was. Uncle Ned, tired from all the rocket science he's been working on, asks, Was there pasta? Pasta atta? <sighs> Tell him, No, there wasn't any pasta. Pasta nakatta yo? Alright, that was a lot, so let's take a break. And now here's your tip of the day from Japanese Made Easy. This next tip comes from another podcast that I'm involved with behind the scenes. The instructor for that podcast is a friend and fellow language learner and language instructor. So, this is regarding his experience with students learning Russian. The advice, though, applies to anybody who is learning a new language. It goes like this. How many of you are supplementing your studies with a language app? Okay, and those of you with your hand in the air, how many words would you say you've learned from that app? This might come as a surprise, but if you answered anything over 200 words and you're a complete beginner, you've really got your work cut out for you. I too had the mistaken mindset that more words is better. I mean, on the surface, it seems like a good idea. What can happen, though, is we become word collectors, addicted to the idea of increasing our word count while thinking, I'll get to the actual speaking part later. This is such a common issue these days because people are striving to build this long list of vocabulary words as if that will lead to better speaking ability. The problem stems from all these apps that have made a game out of the process. Earn points, keep that streak going, right? Well, the problem with that approach is that by ignoring Japanese grammar and constructions, you end up practicing mistakes, and those mistakes quickly become ingrained in your speech. Single vocabulary words may or may not come into use, but the ability to speak with correct grammatical patterns and constructions is essential to every sentence you'll make. So, as a beginner, that's where you should be spending the most of your practice time. That's why in this podcast we are focusing less on new vocabulary and more on learning grammatical patterns and constructions. Later, you can just insert vocabulary that you learn. I know of a student who said he learned over a thousand words in one of those apps. 
and yet when asked to talk about something as simple as his family members, he had to use hand gestures to have a conversation. It's kind of funny, but it's also sad. Bottom line, if you have a high word count, but can't participate in even a basic Japanese conversation, forget about building a gigantor vocabulary. Instead, focus on mastering the key constructions of Japanese. Do that, and you'll earn points not in some game, but in conversations with real Japanese speakers. Just as we did with aru and atta, the same pattern applies to existence for living things. Somebody mentions that Yamamoto sensei isn't in a place. Yamamoto sensei inai. You confirm and want a bit more information, asking Yamamoto sensei inakatta no? They confirm with yeah, then repeat the statement. And they go on to explain the situation a bit more. Okay, tell somebody Kenji wasn't there. Kenji inakatta. Confirm what you just heard, asking Kenji wasn't there? Kenji inakatta no? Giving a casual confirmation with yeah, then just restate wasn't there. Let's do a quick review of the words and phrases we heard at the beginning. A native speaker will say them in Japanese and you translate to English. All of these are speaking about yourself. That would be, I can't play golf. I can play tennis. Yeah, I can play soccer. No, I can't play basketball. Let's add our casual question making no on the end that also hints at wanting a bit more information. So Mayumi's friend who she knows played basketball in high school on a highly ranked team says I can't play basketball. That's confusing to Mayumi, so she follows up saying, So the friend explains a knee injury and basically they can't play anymore. Okay, you try. You're at 7 Eleven and Tiger Woods is behind you in line. He's on the phone with somebody and mentions that he can't play golf these days. How would you show surprise, like, huh? You can't play golf? As promised, let's work with the wa particle a bit more. The usage of wa we'll talk about is a big source of confusion, because on paper it looks easy, but the nuance doesn't come across at all. As a beginner, it's a good idea to get used to this nuance early on. Before I was used to this usage of wa, I made a big and possibly offensive mistake when using it. Luckily, a Japanese friend jumped in to save the situation. So, I want to go over this one even though it's a fairly high-level concept. What happened was, I went to a small restaurant with a friend who knew the owner, 
The owner was generously giving us free samples of chicken with different sauces he'd been making and wanting to know what we thought. So we tried one, then another, and another, and I wanted to say something nice. So in Japanese, I said essentially, this wa is tasty, which, as it turns out, was an embarrassing mistake. In using wa in this situation, I introduced the nuance that it carries. In this case, this one is tasty, the others, not so much. Not at all what I intended to imply. The implication here is, the last one was good, the others, not so much. In English, we tend to do this with word choice or emphasis. In Japanese, depending on the situation, the wa particle is often used to give the listener the same feeling. It can be strong or subtle, but this is a common and need-to-understand usage of the wa particle. So, let's look at some Japanese examples. Kenji and Masaharu are thinking of getting into shape by playing sports. Kenji asks Masaharu if he can play baseball. Masaharu says, nope. Kenji asks, how about golf? Nope. Soccer? Nope. Kenji thinks to himself, certainly he can play tennis at least, and asks, Tennis wa dekimasu ka? Tennis wa can? In English, this question has the nuance of, other sports aside, can you play tennis? Masaharu answers, Hai, tennis wa dekimasu yo. Literally, this is like saying, yes, tennis, regarding it, and implying other sports not so much, I can. In English, maybe something like, now tennis, I can do. I can't do the other ones, but tennis, I can do. Implying, I can play tennis, other sports, not so much. If the answer was simply, Hai, dekimasu yo? Yes, can yo. Without the wa particle, this is simply, yes, I can play tennis. It doesn't carry any nuance about ability with other activities. This next one actually happened to me not too long ago. I was walking and then stopped by a woman who didn't appear to be Japanese. She seemed distressed, maybe lost. She asked me a question in English and I didn't really understand. Given that we're in Japan, I figured Japanese is our best bet for communication. So I asked her, Nihongo wa dekimasu ka? On paper or in a grammar book, this is just Japanese language regarding it. Can? But the nuance with wa in this situation is completely Japanese regarding it and other languages aside. English, Arabic, or anything else. Can you speak it? Listen again. Nihongo wa dekimasu ka? Other languages aside, can you speak Japanese? I'm often asked this way when Japanese people want to know if I can speak Japanese. It's because they likely don't speak English, and so other languages aside, they want to know if I speak Japanese. So if you're in Japan for the first time and not feeling confident with Japanese and wanting to speak English in particular, you could ask somebody, English, regarding it and other languages aside, can? 
Other languages aside, can you speak English? On paper, though, it just looks like, can you speak English? This is why this usage of wa is often confusing, and it's good to be aware of early on. Here's an important point to keep in mind. Don't think of this as wa alone. Think of this as something wa dekiru. This will help keep it clear in the future. So write down or commit to memory this usage of wa dekiru as a pair. Other things aside, can you? If it's a statement, we're saying, I can do whatever sport or speak whatever language while implying others not so much. Let's run through some to really get a feel for this. I heard you don't really play any sports, but can you play tennis? Tennis はできますか Yes, tennis I can do. Other sports, not so much, is implied in the answer. はい、テニスはできますよ。So if somebody asks you, 日本語はできますか How would you answer, Yes, I can speak English and Japanese, while implying other languages not so much? はい。Now, remember, if this seems overwhelming, this isn't a random wa usage. It's something wa dekiru, as a pair, that carries this nuance. We'll use this with other verbs and adjectives in later lessons, but for now, just remember it this way or it will become confusing. Casual Japanese. Ask a person if they can play soccer. No nuance, just soccer can. Sakka dekiru? No implication of can or can't do other sports. The reply, yeah, I can. Un, dekiru yo. Polite Japanese, other sports aside, can you play soccer? And the polite, yes, soccer, now that I can do, implying other sports, not so much. Hi, soccer はできますよ Casual Japanese, a simple question. Can you play basketball? Basket できる There was no wa in there, so no nuance or implication about other sports. Answer casually with a simple, no, I can't. Let's do just two more questions based on the following scenario. Megumi's been working on her basketball skills at the local park and wants to get a friendly game together. But we need one more person. She sees a guy nearby hitting tennis balls against a wall. How would she politely ask him, implying other sports aside, can you play basketball? And how would he politely reply with no nuance in regard to other sports, just a simple, yes, I can? はい、できますよ。So we start to play, and everything with the new guy was going fine, but then the elbow throwing and trash talking started. 
And the guy could handle that, but when Megumi dunked on him and said, in your face, then something about prison rules, that was the last straw. He quit and went back to hitting tennis balls against the wall. This has been another episode of Japanese Made Easy. For additional practice audios and downloads, visit JapaneseMadeEasy.com. 